Radio. This is Sarah with your Catholic News headlines for the week ending the 28th of March 2014. In this week's news, Cardinal Pell appears before the Royal Commission, Pope Francis meets Barack Obama, Townsville mourns the loss of Bishop Michael Putney, polygamy is legalised in Kenya, UK hospitals are criticised for incinerating unborn children, and the Australian Catholic Migrant and Refugee Office launches a pamphlet to clarify church teaching on asylum seekers. Cardinal George Pell has appeared before the Royal Commission into Institutional Responses to Child Sex Abuse this week to provide evidence concerning the case of Mr John Ellis, who was abused by a Sydney priest during the 1970s. The Cardinal was questioned on his involvement in the failed negotiations prior to Mr Ellis's legal action against the Archdiocese, the aggressive tactics of the Archdiocesan legal team, and whether the Church's handling of the case was appropriate. Cardinal Pell denied that he knew about the Archdiocese's offer of $25,000 and $30,000 to Mr Ellis, amounts which the Cardinal described as mean and grotesque in light of the suffering afflicted upon Mr Ellis. Cardinal Pell admitted that he was involved in approving the vigorous tactics used by the defence lawyers, stating that he was of the impression that such tactics would encourage plaintiffs to think clearly about pursuing matters through the court. However, he noted that the actual tactics used by the defence, although not legally improper, were wrong from a personal and Christian standpoint. The Cardinal also stated that the priorities of the victims are ahead of the financial and other interests of the Church. Cardinal Pell said, We, however imperfectly, always recognise the priority of the needs of the victim. At the end of questioning, Cardinal Pell publicly apologised to Mr Ellis, who was present at the proceedings. Yes, as a former Archbishop and speaking personally, I would uh, want to say to Mr Ellis that we failed in many ways, some ways inadvertently, in our moral and pastoral responsibilities to him. I want to acknowledge his suffering and the impact of this terrible affair on his life. As the then Archbishop, I have to take ultimate responsibility, and uh, this I do. And at the end of this grueling appearance for both of us at this Royal Commission, I want publicly to say sorry to him for the hurt caused uh, him by the mistakes made and admitted by me and some of my Archdiocesan personnel during the course of the Tortilli process and litigation. In speaking to the ABC, Mr Ellis said that he was taken aback by the apology and that he hopes that the proceedings would result in a gentle and more compassionate process that still delivers justice to all parties. Cardinal Pell leaves Australia to take up his new appointment in Rome on Monday. Pope Francis has met with US President Barack Obama in Rome as part of the President's Tour of Europe. The nearly hour-long meeting touched upon issues of both international and domestic importance to the Holy See and the United States. In a statement by the Vatican Press Office, it was highlighted that the Pope and the President agreed on the eradication of human trafficking as well as a need for immigration reform, a divisive issue within the United States. 
However, the two also discuss points of contention, including life issues and religious freedom, in light of the Obama administration's contraception mandate, which will force Catholic organizations to pay for contraceptives. Although the president noted that Pope Francis did not touch in detail on the mandate, it was discussed in a meeting with Vatican Secretary of State Pietro Parolin later that day. President Obama said at the meeting he pledged to continue to dialogue with the U.S. Conference of Bishops to make sure we can strike the right balance. The meeting concluded with an exchange of gifts which included a bound copy of Pope Francis' Evangelium. The president said, You know, I actually will probably read this in the Oval Office when I am deeply frustrated and I am sure it will give me strength and calm me. Townsville's Bishop Michael Putney has lost his battle with cancer, passing away in the early hours of this morning. In a statement on its Facebook page, the Diocese of Townsville said Bishop Putney had been an inspiration of faith over the course of his battle with the disease. Many prayers have been made during this time and in his words, last year was my miracle, the statement read. Bishop Putney was diagnosed with inoperable stomach and liver cancer in December 2012. In spite of his failing health, the bishop continued in his ministry throughout 2013, calling it one of the most amazing years of his life. Early this year, Bishop Putney addressed the priests of his diocese, saying, I am happy once more to leave my life and work in the diocese, completely in the hands of God. I am looking forward to what lies ahead, whatever it may be. Bishop Putney was ordained a priest for the Archdiocese of Brisbane in June 1969. He was ordained as an auxiliary bishop in 1995 and yesterday celebrated his 13th anniversary of installation as Bishop of Townsville. May he rest in peace. Polygamy is now legal in Kenya following a parliamentary decision last Thursday allowing men to marry as many women as they like. The decision prompted a furious backlash from female lawmakers who stormed out of parliament. The original proposal gave the wife a veto power as to whether her husband could marry another woman. However, male lawmakers across all political parties banded together to drop that clause. When you marry an African woman, she must know the second one is on the way, and the third wife, this is Africa, MP Junaid Mohammed told the House, according to Nairobi's Capital FM. In many parts of Africa, polygamy is common among traditional communities, as well as the Muslim community, which accounts for up to a fifth of the population. Anytime a man comes home with a woman, that would be assumed to be a second or third wife, said Samuel Chepkong's chairman of the Justice and Legal Affairs Committee, the Daily Nation newspaper reported. Parliamentary majority leader and Muslim, Aden Duale, said that men marrying more than one woman was part of the Islamic faith but also suggested the practice could be justified for Christians. I want my Christian brothers to read the Old Testament. King David and King Solomon never consulted anybody to marry a second wife, Duale told the House. UK hospitals have recently come under fire for the incineration of aborted and miscarried babies, with up to 15,500 being burned over the past two years. During the investigation, it was admitted by 10 NHS trusts that these remains were burnt as hospital waste and incinerated in furnaces to generate energy to power and heat hospitals. The confession was in response to a documentary shown on UK television and has resulted in an immediate ban on the practice by Health Minister Dr Dan Poulter. 
one of the UK hospitals, Addenbrooke's, was found to have incinerated 797 babies at up to 13 weeks of life in the womb after having told the mothers they would be cremated. Addenbrooke's defended the practice, saying that the remains were never incinerated in conjunction with other waste. The findings show that Ipswich Hospital's energy plant has incinerated over 1,000 babies from other hospitals over the past three years. Medical professionals such as Sir Bruce Keir and NHS Medical Director and Chief Inspector of Hospitals, Professor Mike Richards, have taken action by writing to NHS trusts and speaking out against what has happened. Labour MP Jim Dobbin condemned the practice as a result of dehumanisation of unborn life. Words cannot describe the revulsion I felt when I heard about this, said Mr Dobbin. This callous disregard for young humans is the fruit of 50 years of legal abortion in the UK, he said. The Australian Catholic Migrant and Refugee Office launched a pamphlet this week re-emphasising church teaching on the pastoral care and rights of asylum seekers and migrants. The pamphlet is titled, I was a stranger and you welcomed me, from Matthew 25:35. It presents a summary of 100 years of Catholic social teaching on the issue of migration. Speaking ahead of the launch, Father Maurizio Petena, National Director of Australian Catholic Migrant and Refugee Office, said the Catholic Church has a well-defined teaching on asylum and migration, which the pamphlet summarises. We want to make Catholic Church teaching on the issue widely accessible through the pamphlet to Australian Catholics and those interested in what the Church is saying on this particularly controversial issue, Father Petena said. Sadly, the treatment of people arriving on our shores, seeking protection and safety, has drifted far from the ideals proclaimed by the Church in its teaching and based on the dignity and rights of the human being. For too long in Australia, the debate around asylum seekers has focused narrowly on the policy and political concerns. For the Catholic Church, this is a human issue. The focus should be on the respect deserved by every human being, he said. The pamphlet will be distributed to Catholic parishes and agencies, educational institutions and politicians across Australia. You can download a copy on the ACBC Media blog. That's it for this week's headlines. Thanks for listening. For more details of those stories or for more Catholic talks, interviews and programs, visit cradio.org.au.